Have you ever wanted to raise your hand and ask a question during the Sunday morning sermon? Are you looking for a place where you can find real hope? Join us on the Real Life Living in the Here and Now podcast as we tackle life's most unwelcome questions and learn to live free and real. Each week we will take on a subject that cuts through the hype and deals with the hurt and brokenness everyone has but doesn't know where to begin. And now let's join Joe and Jeremy as they get real with themselves, with God, and with you. Welcome back to another episode of Real Life, Living in the Here and Now. I'm your host, Joe Farmer. And with me today again is my good friend, Scotty Sumner, uh, Children's Ministry Ambassador for the Elgin Children's Foundation. Scotty, thanks for sitting in with another episode with me today, man. I'm glad to do it, Joe. Appreciate you having me again. And just hanging out with you is worth it to me. Well, the coffee's good. <laughs> the coffee's great. Fellowship's good. So you can't beat that early in the morning. You can't, man. I, I appreciate you, man. I just want you to know, too, I really uh, really value your friendship. And uh, you've been a great uh, source of encouragement for me. And uh, and I just really appreciate you, man. I we really actually do. go back a long way, Joe. Yeah. You know, uh, we've known each other a long time. And uh seems like I've always just had uh, – uh, a lot of similarities in the way we view life and the way we view uh, our, our walk with the Lord. Our journey's got a lot of similarities to it, and uh, seems like we've always had a good connection. And these last few years, uh, we've had a chance to spend a little more time together. And yeah. and you, you become really a very dear friend to me. I, you know, I've always thought I've seen guys get in trouble before and not have anybody to call upon and just know where to turn. And and uh, matter of fact, I've dealt with a person recently, just and they just say, "I have nobody to talk to." Yeah. You know, and and I I thought, well, you know, that's a bad position to be in in life. If something was to really go down with me right now, that I had to even open up my life to about, you know, right. just just come clean with or whatever. Right. You know, there's three or four or five people uh, that that I could go to, and you'd be one of them that I could say, you know, Joe, listen, I I need to come and talk to you a minute, and. Right. You know, I, just, I, need, I need your ear for a little while, and, right. and I appreciate that. I right. really do. I do, you too, man. I feel the same way. You know, I tell people, you need somebody that when you share your heart with, that they don't gasp. Right. You know what right. I mean? Right, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And I remember when I was looking for a partner for, a, you know, this huge project we're doing up on the mountain, and when I shared my vision with them, they didn't freak out, and I thought, well, you know what, they're the right people yeah yeah and uh, but let's jump back into uh yesterday uh, our last episode we we had a great discussion kind of an overview of what bible release time is right. and mm-hmm. and how elgin's involved in that what i want to do today is if, if you wouldn't mind mm-hmm. could you kind of take us through uh how to start a bible release time how to uh how does it work what does it do you know what's a bible release time look like and now it may look different different places but uh, I've been privileged to be in some of the Bible release times. Uh, used to do some of them here at the coffee shop, right? Mm-hmm. And golly, they're they're incredible. Yeah, uh, take us through that, Scott. Okay, actually, you know what you mentioned there that they are done different in different places. You know, and sort of the model that we use uh, here with Elgin and the counties where we are expanding and growing, uh, doing the Bible release time. It's more of a worship uh, experience model that we're doing with children. So. And, and our, our target group is third grade through sixth grade. It's, well, it's elementary school children, yeah. uh, like here in Clay County. Uh, elementary school goes through sixth grade. In, La- in the neighboring Laurel County, it goes through fifth grade. So if, if we're in a county where it goes through fifth grade elementary school, we'll do maybe second grade through fifth, maybe third through fifth. Here in Clay County, we do third through sixth. 
and uh, and it's really just a worship experience. Uh, we'll have uh, a, a song that we lead the, the kids in singing, and and these kids uh, really get into the songs. So they, they, they love the music. Uh, so we'll do a good upbeat song that the kids can really relate to, and usually has some emotions. We'll have some emotions and things like that with it. Yeah, we have a lesson. And uh, here on the team that we have in Clay County doing it, I, I know I do most of the teaching. So we'll have a Bible lesson, and we have a curriculum a curriculum that we use that takes uh, that that just goes chronologically through the Bible from Genesis through Revelation, and it you you cover that in a four year span. So if a child comes in third grade, by the time they finish up elementary school in sixth grade, if they come to Bible release third through six, we have taken them completely through awesome. the Bible. And then we normally will have a, a little video that will go along with that lesson. It's usually like a three, four, five minute at the most animated video that we'll use that supports that lesson. And then we'll play a game, and it's usually boys against girls. And they, and it's just amazed me how kids get into this game. You'd think that they think their eternal security, their eternal <laughs> life depends yeah. upon winning this yeah. game. Boys, it looks girls. like an episode of Price is Right or yeah, something. Oh, they're cheering and they're yeah. screaming. And, they're, and we just ask them questions on the lesson I just went over. So it's yeah. just questions back and forth. They get points for the... Uh, answering it right, and then the the winning team gets a big hand clap. That's it. But they love that. And you know, I I would say Joe and I've talked to a lot of kids. We we just finished up our fifth year in Clay County doing Bible release time, and I've talked to a lot of kids about it. And I would say about a third of the kids, if you ask them, what is your favorite part of Bible release? About a third of them would say the songs, the music. They just love the music. About a third of them would say the lesson. Man, I just love those stories. I love the Bible lesson. I love the Bible story. And about a third of them would say the games. You know, they really enjoy the game at the end and, and, and doing that. So it's, but it's really, it's upbeat. You know, those that are familiar with opening assemblies of Vacation Bible School, it, it's got a little bit of that hint and flavor to it. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, Joe, something that has surprised me, and again, I've been in ministry 37 years, and I still get surprised quite often, uh, is... The presence of the Lord Amen. that we experience with those kids, because I mean, we can do that upbeat song that they really get into, and we can play the fun games and and do these. It's all of it's all very important parts of what we do. But I know when I stand up and teach, and I, I've I've taught and and preached in in churches, in prisons, in homeless shelters, out on the street, and I, I've never had a congregation that. Uh, is more receptive than these children. Now, you now again, we'll do third grade through sixth grade here in Clay County, and we got seven elementary schools, and we'll, we're getting over ninety percent of the children from each class. Now, it's something the parents have to sign up. And there'll be a sure. few parents. Now, we we got two or three schools that we get a hundred percent of the students out of those schools. So, then the smallest school, uh, we'll have around 60 kids 60 children that will come the largest the largest school will have 150 or so children who will come and and when we were first getting ready to go into bible release time i was scared to death i mean i've stood and preached to in federal prisons to 300 inmates you know and felt right at home i don't know why but i have Right. Uh, but I was more scared to stand up before 75 children. It's and it was. I mean, I was scared to death. I did more praying and more blood, sweat, and tears than, 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 yeah. than preaching anywhere I've ever preached. Yeah. And, uh, and, 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 but, and we're getting kids who have never been in church in their life. I mean, have never darkened the door of a church building, yeah. have never been in. You know? So when they come in, they've heard of church. They know somewhat about church. 
But I mean, we got children that had never had never heard the the biblical Easter story, the biblical Christmas story. They'd never heard it in their life, and they're coming in, and you start telling this, and you start teaching these children. Man, they're just, they're just they're sitting there as a sponge. They're just taking it in, right. and it is just. I mean, I, I was I, I I envisioned before we did it that these kids are going to be unruly. They're going to be loud. I'm not going to be able to keep their attention. They'll have me gagged and tied, you know, <laughs> before this is over, yeah. you know. But that's yeah. that's not been the case at all. No. I mean, it's uh, these kids. Man, the, 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 our song leader does a great job. I mean, he is really, really anointed. He's gifted. He's good at getting, and he gets the whole, ki- all the kids get into it. There'll be 150 kids. We got that. And they're just singing and doing the motions and loud and, and, and boisterous with it. Then he turns it over to me. You know, now I'm, I'll, I'll usually have a prayer. I say, okay, guys, well, we need to pray. We've got a great lesson today. I mean, you've got to get this lesson in your mind and your heart today. We've got to ask God to help us with it. And we'll stop and pray. And that quietens them down. And man, when I started in that lesson then, I mean, they are just sitting there, just taking it in. It just, it just amazes me. Yeah. And but I, I just think that God's at work in the lives of these children, he and is. He wants these children to know He loves them. He wants them to know that He's got a plan for their life. And Bible release has just become, and I've seen it be, just a very strategic and and, and God way of reaching children. Yeah, that you we've know, not been doing, Scott. In our in our family devotion last night, <clears throat> we've been watching uh, drive through history, um, and it's a Christian program that they go through. Right now, we're going through the gospel. So there's a, this this the host of the show actually is in the Holy Land uh-huh. and takes you through these sites where right. all these events took place, and yeah. they teach on the events that took place in the yeah. gospels. We went right. through Acts the same mm-hmm. way, and. and I don't know for whatever reason, you know, how sometimes you read Scripture and it's like you don't remember reading it that way. Right. But last night, you know, we were going through Mark 10 and how Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem to be crucified. And the Bible said that he was walking ahead of the disciples. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says that they were amazed and bewildered by that. Mm -hmm. On his way to the cross, He, the Bible says, for the joy set before him. Right. You know. Yeah. Scott, he was walking like he was in a hurry. Yeah. And on the way in Mark chapter 10, people bring their children to Jesus. Right. Now, keep in mind what's happening here, how important this is. Mm-hmm. He's going to Jerusalem. He told the disciples, I'm going to be handed over yeah. to the chief priest. I'm going to yeah. die. I'm going to be crucified. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why the disciples are like, listen, don't bother him. Yeah. You, you can't bother him. Do you know how important this mission is yeah. that he's on. Jesus rebuked him yeah. and said, "Suffer the little children to come yeah. unto me." Right. And something else in that story, Scotty, that in, in the history, uh, high priests wouldn't touch children. Mm-hmm. You know, when they would bless people, they wouldn't touch them because, <clears throat> excuse me, they thought it would defile them. Right. Jesus set them on his lap. Right. He touched him. He took them, mm-hmm. took them on his lap. And laid his hands on them, and he blessed them and said, If you want to enter the kingdom of heaven, you've got to become as a little child. You know, the high priest even taught, listen, the richer you are, the better chance you have of making it into the kingdom. Jesus said, no, no, no. You've got to become like a child. That's how Jesus feels about you. Oh, yeah. Uh, First of all, I've, I've got to confess that I've been guilty pastoring churches. Now, again, I've always been kid friendly. I've loved kids. 
But as far as, and I've always mentioned, you know, what you've shared right there to a certain degree, that to congregations and these kids are important and all. But, you know, I guess that really was the real stuff for me in ministry. I, you know, it was about the adults. It was about those middle-aged people that, we, you know, that's, and, 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 and I have, and I look back and I've, and I've neglected at times because I've seen now yeah, yeah. the the importance, and I and I've seen the receptivity that these children have. It's just it's just truly amazing. Well, I think there's a misconception too, Scotty, that we think kids can't understand these things. Yeah, well, you're exactly you know, and and and, and they understand it and they retain it because one thing I do in in teaching is I'll teach the lesson. Let's say it's on Abraham this this month, and what like I think you mentioned earlier in this episode or the previous one. We one hour a month is is what we do with, with the children, and it amazes me the mileage we can get out of just one hour a month with these kids. And if we had one hour a week, it'd be amazing. But I mean, it's amazing that we, how much we because I say I'm teaching on Abraham, and I teach this lesson on Abraham. Then we'll have the questions in the game after this lesson today, and the kids get into all that. And some of them, that's the first time they ever heard anything about Abraham. Come back next month. I'll take a minute. Now let's run, let's review last month for just a second. Now who remembers what Abraham's uh, wife's name, and the hands just go up everywhere. I mean, they remember so much. If I did that in, in adult congregations, I pastored or prisons where I <laughs> preached, you know, I, I would hate to do it because I'd be afraid no hands would go up. I, I've done you know? it. Yeah. I was literally in a church, and, and, and I didn't do this to be critical because, honestly, we don't we don't learn that way, the yeah. way that we're doing church. I said, how many people remember what your pastor preached last week? And yeah. probably 150, 200 people. Yeah. Three hands went up, and, yeah. I, and I told him, I said, there's probably a good chance you all were lying. Yeah. Because we just don't retain it yeah. that way. But because you guys review, because you reinforce, because everything that you do in that, there's you quiz them on it, yeah. uh, so to speak, at the end of yeah. the the kids really retain what they learn. Yeah. And that, that's one thing we do, and I, I mentioned this earlier, that you know we'll teach the lesson. I'll, I'll stand up and teach it. Then we'll do a little video on the lesson. And then we play the game. We're asking questions on the lesson. So that's three different angles we're coming at in in the setting, giving them that lesson by standing up and teaching it, by showing it to them on a video, and then by by quizzing and asking the questions about it. And but not only is it our great way of teaching and and putting it together and doing it, really, God has wired these kids to receive and to know Him and to, and to understand and remember. Now yeah. you and I are getting to the age, especially me. I'm I'm ten or fifteen years older than you. Uh, I can't remember stuff like I used to, you know. No. But I tell you, I, kids that that they just got a mind that they can retain, they can remember mm-hmm. when this seat. And it, we're we're so seed into their life, you know. We're so seed into their life that there's going to be a harvest of that. Amen. And I think we've got to we've got to see that. And I guess that's one of the thing that's frustrated me somewhat in working with some of our church leaders is that you know we're offering to go to the local public school with school buses, pay for those buses, and to deliver them to a church building and provide all curriculum, everything that church would need, and for them just to join the endless, join together, we'll, we'll let you lead it. I mean, we'll, we'll let you take. And 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 it, it's been hard, and it's been sort of frustrating to get some people on board to do that. Yeah, yeah, it is, Scotty. I, I think, again, I've, I've and we've talked about this. I, I've, I've asked people a lot of times, why is it we just can't have an honest conversation about what we're doing in the church? Yeah. Why is it that we are so uh, bent on doing things a certain way 
um, without even saying, does this work? Is yeah. this effective? It's almost like we don't care. Yeah. You know, don't rock the boat. Let's just continue to go on the way that we've always done. Yeah. Now, we talked about, you know, what it takes to have Bible release time. So you get written permission from the parents. Right. You turn those into the school. Uh, you set up a find a church within right. a you know a close drive right. from, uh, and you say we well, use school buses now. Uh, Elgin or somebody usually reimburses them for that. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. Have we've have we set it up with the school districts we work with here in Kentucky? Uh, what we do all the organization uh, now. If we're going into a county that they're not doing Bible release, how do we get started in this county not doing Bible release? Well, we'll often go to the school board, maybe to, to a principal, to the superintendent. We'll share it with them. And a lot of times there's resistance there. They just don't see it. They've never heard of it. They don't even think it's legal, maybe. And, and, and you know, we have to remind ourselves, and, and we have to re- tell the community, that really this is not an Elgin thing. It's a, it's a parent's request. It, right. it, it's a parental right. So we talk with pastors and just share this with your congregation, or, or we meet with families. You know, you can do this. Send your superintendent or your principal a written request. That's all you've got to do. They don't have to respond to your request. They can tell us as Elgin, eh, now most of them don't. Every now and then some might. You know, now we're not interested. But when a parent, if they send in an official request, I mean it's a handwritten request, I would like for my child to be released from school one hour a month. They can say one hour a week because we can't do it up to one hour a week. Right. Uh, it, it, then that they're going to have to – and a school has no legal uh, stance to say no. Right. That's got to be accommodated. So now the school's going to have to figure out how we're going to accommodate this. And that's where an organization like Elgin, and there's others too that do a great job, will come, can come in then and help with the organization and the implementation of pulling it off then. So and, and in our case, uh, we'll, we'll help provide the forms. The school doesn't provide the forms. We provide the paper. We provide the forms. We get it into the students' hands. They turn it into the office. Now, we'll work with the secretary or whomever in that office there is building that roster because they're going to have to release that student then. So the school has some hands-on with it because the, 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 they're responsible for releasing that student at, at that parent's request. So uh, they'll make that roster. We have the, we'll work with the local church then that – because we got one hour, and that's one hour from the, by the time they leave school, they got to be back at school within an hour. So basically, we'd, we'd, we'd like to have about 40, 45 minutes as far as meeting time itself. And again, that's something that's amazed me. Because mm. I, I, I thought when I heard about that, there's no way you can get kids out of school on a bus to a church inside, settle down, do anything with any quality, then have to stop in time to get them back to school, on the, on the bus, back to school, back into their class. And it's amazed me we can do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's done very efficiently. It's, it's blown me away. Yeah. And so, but Elgin, as far as the counties we're working with, Elgin will do all that organization. We'll pay for the school buses. In Kentucky, you can rent the school buses. So we'll rent the school bus with an official school bus driver. And we're found in every county we've got, the people love to drive the school bus for Bible release time. Yeah. And we have T-shirts that we give out. We'll even give bus drivers a T-shirt if they want to wear one of our ugly green T-shirts we use for <laughs> Bible release time. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, Scott, again, I think it just comes back to uh, and what we're trying to do here, you know, today on the podcast is, is give people some very real practical things. Maybe you're out there today and you, you just you're wondering – 
you know, God, what can I do? What can, how can I make a difference in somebody's life? What can I do to to reach somebody? What what can I do to to impact you know my community or or, or something? You know, this is a really good way that you can do that. And and I remember a story that my wife told me. There was a young kid in one of the schools that you guys reach, and we we've got a minute or two here, but. She said that this kid was constantly getting in trouble. He was, I mean, he was in the principal's office every day. I mean, he was getting in fights. He was getting in trouble. And he goes to Bible release time. And I don't know if you, if you remember this story. Uh, and I don't remember what you taught on, but he come back to school that day and he said he went to the principal's office and said, you know what? I've decided. I'm not going to be mean anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do, you, do you remember that? I don't remember the story, but I do. I, 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 as far as the story I taught on, but I do remember the, the, the story of the child doing that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the impact. Now, how simple is that? Yeah. How many times have I, have I stood up at a congregation and I've preached a sermon, and after the sermon somebody came up to me and said, you know what, I've decided I'm just going to live right. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah. I can count on one hand. Yeah, I, I don't even need all the fingers that's ever happened to me. Yeah, teaching and preaching to adults, and 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 if you've never seen Scotty, Scotty's dressed up like Moses and Noah, yeah, and maybe even Abraham. Yeah. And I mean, he gets in full uh, teaching mode. It's it's a very powerful thing. And and Scotty, if you don't mind, just take a minute and sum up uh, sum up our, our talk today. Sum up what, what what you want people to know about Bible release time. I'd, I'd want people to know that if you want to invest in the future of your community and you want to invest in the eternal future of children, Bible release time is a great way to do that, to connect. Uh, I, I know a church that has 26 volunteers that are all active. You may think, well, what, what could I do? I can't teach. You don't have to teach, sing. I mean, it's amazing how you could be a volunteer that would come in and just sit in a chair or a pew on the row with children and just get to know those kids and smile at them. Some kids never hardly get a smile. Start a relationship. You know, and, and just get to know their name. Then when you come back the next month, remember that name? Hey, little Joy. I re- yeah, how you doing? How's things going? You know, and just... You're investing. You're poor. I mean, you're, I grew up in a church, and I still remember those older. Sometimes we get older, we think we don't have a place with children. I, I remember growing up in church, and I remember this one certain man. He's probably his seventies then, but I'll always remember every time I'd come, to, I'd step onto the church porch. He'd see he was a greeter, and he'd always call, "Hey, hey Scotty, how you doing?" Now here was a seventy-something-year-old man calling me by my name and asking me how I'm doing. And he normally pinched my 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 <laughs> shirt. Well, he'd pinch my skin. Really, he said, "Man, you got a thick shirt on today. You don't need to be pinching my skin." And I always remember that, and that meant so much to me just for him to do that. Didn't yeah. do anything else but that. And how hard is that? That's pretty easy. You know, you don't have to go to seminary to learn how to to love somebody. And that's what it is. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It is just loving on these children. And, and listen, some kids never get. And, and that's, we got great school teachers, and mm-hmm. we got school teachers that invest and pour into these children. But we are re- a reinforcement of those good school teachers doing mm-hmm. that in a great way. And we can share Jesus. We don't have to hold back because they're released from school. It's wide open for us to share the gospel. Amen. Scott, um, give us a, anybody wants to get in contact. How do they, how do they contact you if they want to know more about Bible release time? They want to get. I would involved. appreciate you just calling me, Scotty Sumner at six zero six eight one three nine three five four six zero six eight one three nine three five four. Scotty Sumner, give me a call and we'll hook you up Amen. into uh, helping us out. Amen, Scotty. Thanks for coming on again today. Hey, thanks for having me, Joe. Stuck around for another program, and I've had Scotty Sumner with me today, the Children's Ministry Ambassador for Kentucky. 
uh, here uh, from the Elgin's Foundation. And I uh, really appreciate you guys out there listening today. Go out into your community and make a difference. Do something real uh, and be a real impact in your community. And until next week, just remember to keep it real. Thank you for joining the Real Life Podcast. You can subscribe to our program anywhere podcasts are available. Stay up to date by subscribing to our show. Join us next week as we tackle real life together.